Mutton Sandwich Podcast. Alrighty, it's time for the Mutton Sandwich Podcast. Hello, it's your Muttons in the Morning, Justin and Vernon, uh, a show that we created as an excuse to hang out with our famous friends. Absolutely, because, you know, nowadays uh, with uh, the pandemic going on and all that, mm. we hardly get a chance to, to, you know, meet up and talk to our regular friends, our buddies that we see uh, along the hallway here at uh, the radio studios at MediaCorp. That's right, that's right. So we walk, we basically randomly walk into the radio studios the ones across this floor we pull someone into our studio <laughs> and boom the podcast begins now today's gonna be a very interesting one because we've never interviewed anyone from this station before mm-hmm. uh, for that matter we've never officially even spoken to him on air before from Symphony 92.4 Andrew Lim welcome to the Mutton Hello. Sandwich Podcast good to be here so thanks, nice guys. to, to, uh, to thanks see- for inviting me no it's so nice to see you Andrew because uh you're always one of the regular uh, happy morning faces that we see along yeah. the hallways. Right. Some people maybe see, you know, looking down the floor. <laughs> it's too early in the morning. Yeah, right? you know, and they, and they, they yeah. look like they want to kill themselves. But you're always Mr. Happy. You're, you're always uh, ready to greet everyone with a smile uh, and a good morning. What am I on, Mike? We wonder. Exactly. <laughs> right? yeah, that, that was my first question. Why are you on? Why, why are you always so happy in the morning? <laughs> Actually, oh, you're no. generally a happy guy. Yes, I'm generally a happy guy. Mm. You know, uh, awesome. no worries, just everything, just live life as it is, you know, don't think too much. Right. That's my philosophy. And, and obviously, awesome. you, you didn't start in this industry as a, a presenter on uh, Symphony. Mm-hmm. I did. You, you did? I did. You're kidding. You're kidding. You started 13 years in ago, yes. Wow. Yes. I wrote in unsolicited. <gasps> right. To uh, Norman Lim at that time. Yes, Norman. Yes, I remember Norman. Norman. Yeah, 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 Norman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Norman. And I wrote a letter to him and I said, I want to be in your station. Okay. So would you would you have a space for me? I was working the bang at that time. Right, right. right. 30 oh, years ago, you said. absolutely boring. So yeah. Wow. So I, I, I decided to sit down, write a paper, and I, you know, a cassette recorder. I oh. taped my voice mm-hmm. on that cassette and I sent it to Norman together with my cover letter. And I right. said, please, <laughs> hire me. Take me. Oh, wow. And uh, a week later, I got a reply a call a call from Norman Lim oh wow sure. and I was floored I was totally floored and he said would you like to come in for you know with this uh, clipped uh, BBC <laughs> accent, BBC accent yeah. would you like to come in for an interview right <laughs> and I was is this really Norman <laughs> <laughs> like a prank call or something is recording and he says no 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 it's me it's really me I would like you to come in for an interview. So wow. I said, okay, okay, I'll come in, I'll come in, I'll do whatever. Right, right. You know, I told my bank, I can't come in on this day. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I'm going to come into the studio. I'm going to, you know, have this interview with Norman. Yeah. And then it happened from there. Wow. No, and, and as I'm listening to Andrew speak, yeah. he sounds like Norman Lim. Really? really? Yeah, you do. Really? Well, there are wow. certain nuances and and, oh, and, and, wow. and the way you, you structure your sentence. You sound almost exactly like Norman. I, 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 I used uh, to have conversations with Norman uh, along the hallways here at the media. Well, not here in this current building, but right. back uh, in, in, in the hood. Party, yes, yeah, in, yeah, the yeah. Hood. in the ghetto, right? Wow. And uh, yeah, it's it's like talking to Norman Lim. That's incredible. Wow, you just paid me a compliment, man. So, oh, yeah. I so wanted to be like him. <laughs> <laughs> we always have I our heroes, grow, right? When yeah. I grow up, I want to be like you. Norman Lim, yeah. No. <laughs> White hair, balding, and speaks with her. I know. BBC it's all getting there. Yeah. <laughs> slowly, it's all slowly. getting there. No, but seriously, well, honestly, uh, you can tell by reaction, we did not know this. So before people knew your face on TV even, mm. you were with Symphony 92.4. That's correct. Oh my wow. God. That's correct. And, and have you, so, has it been consistent all these years? You, you've always been there? Always been in symphony for the past wow. thirty years. Thirty, 30 years. Wow. Okay, let, let's let's. I guess take it from the start. Mm. I mean, w- w- why why symphony? 
Why wasn't it? I mean, thirty years ago, why wasn't it Radio One? Mm. Oh, get ready for a grandmother story. Sure, okay, sure. Uh, grandmother yeah. comes into the picture. Oh, oh yeah, no, really? Oh. I was, uh, you know, during the school holidays, yeah. I used to stay with my grandmother, and sure. she was a great classical music. Avid fan, I would oh, say. Right. She had all these 78 RPMs. Wow. <laughs> Those old records that you wind up yeah, with the yeah. gramophone, the bell and everything. Yeah. And I used to sit on her knee and listen to all the recordings that she played for wow. me. That is incredible. I used to enjoy them. Yeah. You know, I really yeah. really re- used to enjoy them so much and it was, it was like the highlight of my school holidays just to go stay with her. Right. She fed me a lot, of course. Okay. Plus the music. And uh, that's how I got you know, interested in classical music and the love for it. So it's always been in my ears ever since I was a kid. Okay. So I grew up with it and I loved it. And I used to sneak a transistor radio into school. (gasps) Right. So that I could listen to symphony. Oh, wow. Like five years when I was in secondary school, I used to sneak a transistor radio to the toilet. To listen to you that know, is incredible. To listen to my request being played, can you imagine? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then I said to myself, you know, I need to do this. Mm. I need to do this. I want to do this, and that's how I sent the tape and yeah. letter and everything. Uh, so, yeah. So you've always been a fan. Always. That's a wonderful grandmother story. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, yeah. It really no, is. I, really I, involved my grandmother I, and yeah. Exactly right. And, and my next question is: Thirty years yeah. uh, being a presenter on on symphony. Mm playing the same music for 30 years you're not tired <laughs> not tired at all you, you know why uh-huh. because classical music is like 500 years of music yeah so right. we are reaching back to 500 so you, can you imagine the breadth the repertoire of music right. that oh, wow. you have yeah. uh, from the 14th century right up till now but after 30 years you must have played everything right not really it's inexhaustible I can tell you there are some composers I've never even heard of that I'm still discovering now excuse our ignorance because we we really don't know much about classical music no worries Mm. you know are there, is there new music? Is there new classical yes. music that comes out there is new music. every week? Uh, not everybody is a fan of new music that comes out. It's usually atonal. It sounds like people dropping pots and pans oh, sometimes. Okay. Like right. It's that kind of music. Right. And they are pushing the boundaries all the time. Sure. sure. But classical music is getting younger and younger in the sense that we celebrate youth in classical music oh. now, which is very much like the pop world. You know, yeah. we like the young, upcoming musicians, the I exciting see. ones. Mm. The ones who are not afraid to play with a rock musician or play with a jazz musician right. and do a lot of crossovers and jamming and all that. We love that. Okay. And so the class, the face of classical music is changing very, very quickly. Wow. Yeah. And it takes in all these, you know, um, from the world of pop music and, and rock and jazz. Um, yeah. That, so, that, oh, that's an amazing perspective where, where you know they, where, when you talk to two guys who've been with commercial radio for the right. longest time yeah. right. uh, to, to speak with someone who, who's you know been doing classical music for 30 years okay enough let's talk about your TV career <laughs> <laughs> oh, no no wait 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 one more question I got one more question speaking of two people who've been in pop radio for so long right mm-hmm. I gotta ask you this I've always heard this rumour yes and and finally I can ask Andrew if this is true a rumour I'm with wow. it I'm okay. with it okay. okay so is it true that on on a classical radio station like, like Symphony mm. right as a radio DJ as a presenter you have to wait for the entire song to stop like completely come to a the dead air silence before you can come on and, and, and talk because if you interrupt the song in any way the fans actually get angry that's the rumour I've heard is that true? oh dear that's going to open up a whole kind of uh, <laughs> dead composers oh worms. no what do you <laughs> mean? what do you mean? 
<laughs> All right. We we have those people who are, I mean, in classical music, as in every other genre, we yeah. have those people who are called the elitists. Yeah, right? yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So uh, the elitists in, in the classical music station would say, no, you've got to have all the resonance fade out. Yes. Into two seconds of silence. That was how I was trained by Norman Lim, by the way. Right, right. right. Do not talk until the music has faded properly has died wow. right has died wow. and uh, people actually listen out for that they oh want to hear goodness. the last resonance of the note fading <laughs> into silence one two you count and then you come in oh wow. my god buy a CD guys wait <laughs> Right, right, right. If you're a fan, yeah, buy the buy the and album. For years, I've been trying to do away with that. I mean, come right, on, you right, know, right. you don't know whether the presenter is dead. Exactly, or, yeah. Oh, so God, fainted. Went to toilet, didn't come go, back. Toilet didn't come back. Yeah, dead air. And sometimes the alarm goes off because yeah, exactly you know, because dead yeah. air. We're, yeah. we're a radio station. So we yeah. have to ask, uh, you know, the technical people to extend the silence. Like, you know, maybe give us ten seconds. Then we'll wow. come in. Wow. Right. But we don't do that anymore. Okay. 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 It's changing. Okay. We don't do that. It's anymore. a modern world. Now. It's a modern world. Mm, we don't right. have to wait till the last note fades off. Thank right, right. Seriously, because yeah. because yeah. in pop music, we sometimes come on with thirty seconds of the song still to go. Right, right. Just like, right. Okay, let's get to the next thing. You know. Now we but, pick a few leaves from your book because uh, you know when we introduce a song, let's say a crossover piece and all that, yeah. we will speak under the music. Now it's oh, uh, there you go. Oh, right, you talk to the ramp. Right, yeah. yeah. We speak under the music you until do. the vocals come on. Right. Tune, tune, like you guys. You right. do. Yes, That's, we do. It's amazing how we're evolving. It has changed. I think it has changed. And it's changed for the better. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you guys so sound like you're having and fun and, and yeah, you're having fun. a good show. Yeah. The music itself, okay, I feel that the music itself is sure. fun. Yeah. Mm. And you want to make this music accessible to as many people as you can. You've Absolutely. you got to make it fun. you got to make it, yeah. you know, don't be so uptight about, you know, all these resonances and all that. Exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. Of course, Symphony 92.4, it's on air every day. Andrew, you're on the morning show. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, Seven to ten. Seven to ten. Uh, so you know, if you're if you're in for something a bit different, I would say yes. Why yeah. not? Uh, well, why not explore the music uh, that that is there 500 years of repertoire available for you, right? <laughs> yeah, why not? That right? is absolutely true. <laughs> You're hardly going to repeat. Um, mm. Okay, okay. Enough about uh, your radio career. Let, okay. Let's let's talk about uh, the wonderful stint you had on TV, right? Uh, right with uh, the cast and crew, and uh, what a great show, Under One Roof. Right. So now that we knew that you were in Symphony before, we didn't we didn't know you were in Symphony before mm. that, to be honest. Mm. Now that we knew, right? How did this very uh, straight talking serious guy on mm. Symphony 92.4 mm. who had to wait for the music to stop <laughs> for two seconds. after two yeah, seconds yeah, yeah. yes how did this guy become one of the most recognized comedians on TV like how did that that's happen? very kind of you but I'll tell you the story uh, sure. this one doesn't involve my grandmother okay, it's not my wife now oh it's a wife story okay so uh, it was uh, this random lady who worked in television once and she used to come into uh, Caldecott a fourth yes. floor where we all sat mm-hmm. and she used to come to her office because we had mutual friends right? okay she was a script writer in TV and she came in one day and she we got to know each other and we're very friendly with each other and stuff and then she said to me uh, we're doing a we're doing a show called The Rara Show. That's right, yeah. Right? Oh, the Rara Show. I remember that. And uh, we need a walk-on part. You know, somebody who comes in and then he says a couple of lines or sings a couple of lines and then he walks out again. Mm. Would you like to do that role? So I said, no, no, please, please. <laughs> Television. Uh, I, 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 
I signed up for radio. radio. Right. I did not write a letter to TV. So she said, oh, come on, you know. So, you know, we wanted to impress her and, you know, wanted to ask her out and all that. So oh. I said, okay. Foolishly okay. said, okay. Oh. okay. So I said, okay, I'll appear, I'll appear. So I went for that recording yeah. and uh, it was from there. And then suddenly they, the producers looked at it and they said, oh, we like this. You know, he's 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 like deadpan funny. Yeah. And uh, we need to get him back for another role. So they asked me and I said, oh, well, okay, okay. And I kept saying, okay, I couldn't say no. Right. That's my problem, <laughs> oh, right? No. <laughs> I was a yes man. And then I was pulled into the show. I was given a, a permanent character in that show, the yeah. Rara show. I was Arthur, Arthur. who was Miss Lala's uh, boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. Yes, Arthur, yeah. I remember. Arthur, yeah. I was a pork seller. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And um, so after a while, that, that show got took off the air because, you know, we got a bit too risque. <laughs> sure. You know, and we used a lot of Singlish and stuff yes, like that, yeah. which wasn't uh, allowed at that time. Not at that time, yeah. And uh, it was really fun. I loved that mm-hmm. stint. And then we were all very down and out in, in the dumps when when they said, oh, we're going to take your, your show off air. Mm. Right. Because Parliament was talking about it. They were discussing it. And oh. they say, no, we cannot let this go on. Oh, dear. Yeah. So we were all like, you so know, we were moody. Yeah. So disappointing, yeah. And then Kenneth Liang, who was the um, uh, the head of TV at that time, he says, why don't we do a sitcom? Mm. Right. Let's do a sitcom. You know, we have a, a core family, HDB dwelling family, and then we'll have like the everyday foibles and stories of these this uh, this particular family. So mm. we said, yeah, why not? Mm. Good. So I was out of the show by that time. Rara's show was canned, right? Yeah, okay, so yeah. I came back to radio, the tail between my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, back. I waited for my two-second silence uh, on air. <laughs> uh, and I said, yeah, okay, I left my TV career far behind and I'm very happy to move forward right now. Sure. And then I, call, I got a call from the producer of this new sitcom they were doing. Right. She didn't have a title at that, at that time. Yeah. Okay. So I said, uh, he, he said, would you like to come and audition for a role? Right. We have a role here called Paul mm. and we thought you might want to read for it so I said yeah okay okay I'll go read for it you see you can't I, say no <laughs> okay, okay, that's okay. my problem yeah. like that's how, how do you think we got him on this show yeah. exactly <laughs> like, hey Andrew and you're free and I stayed uh, here yes. 30 years but anyway um, that's besides the point so I said yes and I went for the audition thinking that okay this is it I'm not going to get this role I'm just doing yeah. this for fun because mm. the producer had asked me to do it and sure. she was a friend of mine so I went for it the very next day I got a call and said you're in wow. oh wow so wow. I'm like so Wait obviously you were the only one who auditioned. Nobody else auditioned <laughs> for were, Paul. You know, Stop it! <laughs> very rude. Yeah, that's true. No, no, no I, mean, I mean because of the timeline, they must have seen your audition and go, "That's it, that's him." No, actually, there were five people before me. Really, okay, okay. five people before me, and I believe there were five after me. Wow, as well. I was right wow. in the middle. So right. there were others who auditioned for the role. Okay, mm-hmm. and um. So they say, okay, uh, you're going to play this particular character. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. So they gave me a little character sort oh. of like write up and say, this is your character. And uh, so they say, okay, we'll right. come for our and, first read. And, and you didn't go to acting school you know what? It's very interesting. When we decided to do a sitcom, uh, the head of TV said, we're going to employ two um, people from America. Mm. Oh. One is a scriptwriter who's okay. written for sitcoms like Cheers and all that. Wow. wow. And the other, his wife is an actress. Right. So, oh. And she is an instructor as well. Mm. So, to kill two birds with one stone, as they say, <laughs> they brought the both of them in. Oh. One took care of the script writing and the development of the stories and the other one gave us acting lessons. All right. So, Vanessa, Wow. Lopez and I were in the same class. That's so we cool. We were doing acting classes together and yeah. it was really, really fun. 
So wow. that was the only training I got mm. for for acting, and it lasted all about like three, three four months maybe. Right, right, yeah. right. But it was intensive. It was like sure. every single day. Sure, but yeah. but but that pretty much kicked off for uh, what a great Whoa. series that uh, we can probably call our own yeah. under one roof. Yeah, we enjoyed it so much. Oh yeah, we enjoyed. Till I mean, yeah. today, I think many people regard it as the best sitcom Singapore's ever produced. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I, I I will tell you as a kid, I was in secondary school at the time. Right. I was so excited one day when one of my aunties said, "Hey, I got tickets for the recording of Under One Roof." Oh, oh so yeah. you were a live studio audience? Did, Did you? Live, wow. You were there. So I came for one of the live show, one That's of the so one cool. of the oh, wow. live show. I was part of the studio audience, and you know, the, it was when I, I I learned. Oh, okay, there's a guy uh, which we we call Wobby. You know, there's a guy to warm you up, teach you mm. how to laugh. <laughs> So, right. that, so that you actually get, you look a bit like Moses Lim. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I watched you guys work, and it's the first time I was ever in a TV studio. Uh, I think I was like thirteen or fourteen at the time. Right. So, wow, so eye opening, so cool <laughs> to watch a oh, sitcom nice. being produced. I remember, and and and, and even off camera, mm. like Moses was the funniest guy. He kept yeah. making everybody laugh. Right. You know, it's yes. it's it, it, it was so fun. It was on. very fun. It yeah. was very fun on the set as well. Yeah. Because exactly, Moses yeah. and Zaibo, right? Yeah. These, Funny guys, the, yeah. these two, they, you know, they, they stopped the show all the time because we would laugh at them and we could not continue recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had to stop tape and start again. And the audience, you know, they're waiting there. It's a live audience. Yeah, right. yeah, so yeah. we kept them waiting with all these shenanigans that's going on on the set. It was quite unfair on them, but they... I'm still, sure they enjoyed it as well. Yeah, yeah I think they enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. We, did, we decided to do a blooper series, right? Right, right, like, right. You know, like most sitcoms. And uh, I think that one went down very well. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm I mean, sure. If if it was in today's day and age, that would go viral. You know, yeah, that, yeah that, that for blooper, sure, right, for right, sure. That, that blooper series. So, right. how long did Under One Roof last? Was it three, it was four ten years? seasons? Wow, oh, was it ten seasons? Ten seasons. So that yeah. would be like eight, uh, yeah, eight, eight, eight years, eight, nine years. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. that's incredible. Okay, and then when Under One Roof came to an end, mm. uh, came back with your tail between your legs again. <laughs> Again, Take me with back, a two guys. second silence. <laughs> now one second, <laughs> because times have changed. Because, because, okay, and and uh, I, you know, I don't remember watching you doing uh, another show after that. Did you? Well, I did, but um, you know, it was like a part here and there. Mm. And I also did a sitcom called The House of Chow, which wasn't very successful because that sure. ran for one season. We wore like Chinese period costume and oh, we wow. did a show. <laughs> It was very nice. It's based on Justice Pao. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. And um, I think it was, the writing was a little bit too clever in right, that sense. Right. So people didn't really get it, right. uh, which was fine. Which was mm. fine. I also had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then maybe one appearance in Pua Chukang. Okay, there you go. Hey, I did that too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which one under one roof? No, I don't think I ever made it to under oh, one roof. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I was towards the tail end of under one roof right. ending when, when I joined MediaCorp. So yeah. Right, okay. I, I never right. got a chance. What a shame. You, would have, you two would have been a riot. So, so fun. Oh, I, I can imagine I all the characters that we could ride for the both <laughs> right. of you on the sitcom. So but, but you know what? That, that was the golden era of, of sitcoms, uh, your locally yeah. produced sitcoms yeah. as well. Yeah. Right. Not only in Singapore, but, but around the world and now right. it's kind of do you think a show like Under One Roof would work in today? No. No? Absolutely not. W- yeah. Why not? No. When I'm looking when I watch Under One Roof now if I'm forced to watch Under One Roof <laughs> I don't 
usually watch it. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, but if I'm forced to watch one episode, which I I was, yeah, um, I sat in front of it and I said, "This is so slow moving." Mm. All right, you know the right. pace of sitcoms has changed Very so different. tremendously. Of course, yeah. of course. You know, it's like rapid fire fast lines, yeah. you know, fast cuts and uh, clever lines thrown mm-hmm. left, right, and center. Um, Whereas in Under One Roof, they had to wait two seconds from the <laughs> one character to stop then they can from, the, from the last show. No, Under One Roof, I remember one. my favorite episodes all. Basically, you just have one thread throughout the whole show. Yeah, we it's, usually have a plot and a subplot. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, throughout the whole show. So, yeah. yeah, in today's day and age, it could be like, oh my God, you know, like, like all that could, could have been done in five minutes. Yeah. To, to a certain extent, yeah. right? But back in the day, it was, it was, it was just the best thing we ever saw. Yeah, right. It's something that people, you know, look forward to ending their day, rushing home just to catch the, yeah. another episode was of Underwood. Appointment TV doesn't work anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't work, work anymore, anymore. Yeah. yeah. It was it Tuesday nights, I remember. Yes. It was Tuesday Absolutely. nights. Right. Again, again, you really had no life. Man. I, I was, <laughs> in, I was <laughs> in secondary school. Right down to the day. I was in secondary, secondary school. school. <laughs> what more could I do, right? Right, right? You know, and everybody could write, you know, sing the jingle, Moses Lim is Tana Take Oh uh, yeah, coaching I see people coming Dolly. up to me to sing that jingle. Yeah, yeah right, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and then just to you know bring the to to tie it in uh, and all that, uh, Ching Man who played your mom, yeah, on the show. Um, there was a point where she also presented uh, with you. Yes, on on Symphony. Yes, well, uh, Ching Man was there before me in radio in the same classical music radio. Okay, so oh. when I sneaked the transistor radio into the toilet when I was in secondary school, I uh. heard Ching Man. Oh wow! All right. Oh. And then when wow. I came into radio, Cheng Man was on the last stretch. Like she, she was very unhappy being in radio. She wanted to be a um, an entertainer, sure. right, an actress. Right, so right, she wanted right. to pursue other interests. So when I came in, it was her last month in radio. She had tended her resignation. So right. I knew I her from there thirty years ago, okay. and said hi to her and all that. And then we got to be friends. And she came back for the Rara show. Rara show, she yes. Met my girlfriend, yes. uh, Miss Lala. And then she was cast as Dolly as my mom. Exactly. Mm. Right? So yeah, we've been through quite a bit uh, <laughs> yes and she was in she was in symphony and then she came back she came back to yes, present on that. symphony okay. and we 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 did a morning show together wow. uh, for a while yeah. right for yeah. a while and the duo format somehow doesn't work in a classical music station sure yeah because sure. you have Nobody to wait 2 seconds to for the... each other to stop <laughs> talking no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah and most of the time we spent giggling uh, right. Cheng Man and I so which, and which? you know the classical music listeners are what's all this giggling yeah a bit yeah. more serious Just give us the music to not yeah, there for right. the jokes <laughs> <laughs> rest assured you and I will never make it on classical radio so. no, no, yeah. no 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 how I wish you two could present classical <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to different complexion now. to it you yeah. know what I mean yeah yeah it sounds yeah. amazing but, but I feel like people will be waiting we, we should do <laughs> a, 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 a media court wide job swap job day. swap yeah, yeah like, like yeah. we go present on Symphony and yeah. then uh, you know Andrew comes on our show to present our show yeah. and, and, and then watch your ratings drop <laughs> <laughs> to the abyss we should uh, the next April Fool's we should do just a big we swap we should do that swap yeah. do, 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 you, do you keep in touch with uh, all the under one roof folks uh, yes we did re- recently we had a reunion right that's right where we saw that on TV yeah. Yeah, invited yeah, yeah. us to do a program but before that we would you know we have a group chat so we would text mm. each other, tell us what's happening in our lives, and you know Moses is growing a garden in his in his rooftop right oh, now. Wow, he sends cool. us pictures of his pomelos and his uh, figs. He's and got a few restaurants as well, right? Yeah, he does. Yes. Right? and we yeah. know we know what Vanetta's doing, obviously. Yes, uh, we know. 
What's Nicholas doing? Nick uh, owns Triple X Production. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I've he's done some work with him as well. And yeah. you know, he's doing his his own stuff. Sure. Yeah. And sure. He's very happy with it. Mm. Yeah. And 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 Cheng Man is what what is she doing now? Cheng Man has been in Crazy Rich Asians. Exactly, right? Oh, that's, yeah. Of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. And she was, uh, she was doing Crazy Rich Asians when she was uh, hosting a show on Symphony part-time. Oh, wow. And then after that, she left. She left mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And I, she must be in between jobs now. Like she's probably look, doing right. another... Uh, sometimes right. I see her popping up on TV and I say, you did that show and you didn't tell us. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. At least tell us, you know. Like, <laughs> tell, uh, Fending off Hollywood offers and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh, what, what a what a you know a crazy story a, from grandmother story to uh, <laughs> two seconds of silence to, yeah, right. to you know a, a, a breakout hit on TV and all that. You've had a, a, a very yeah. illustrious career, my friend. <laughs> and the, so I'll you tell know? you the story, right? When I when I texted Andrew, it's like, hey, come on our podcast. Yeah. He's like, he w- can't say no. What? No, no. But 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 he texted me. So so Andrew's reply to me was, why do you want to interview me? I've had one of the most mundane careers. It's what? true. Of anyone in media. What are you it's talking true. about? What do you, what do you there mean? Are no, like, I, I, I'm not associated with any uh, big scandals. I didn't sleep with the wrong people. No. I did not. Uh, <laughs> It, uh, let me tell you I from mean, from experience, you, it's not all that it's cut out to be. Yeah. yeah, you know. I don't know about you guys. That's the one question, burning question that I want to ask the both of you. If you were going to open that up for me, I want to ask: like, did you have any of those, uh, you know, scandalous? Things? Yeah, scandals. Come okay. on. So, so that, is that is that the official question you're yes. going to ask? Us? Okay, 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 okay. It's a burning question. Yeah, I mean, you guys are in the, you know, in this industry. Oh, uh, scandal. Oh, scandal. Okay. Well, I wouldn't call. It's scandal, mm. but mm. the one thing that got us into the biggest trouble, let's just say, right? Of, oh, of, right. Our, of our of our sixteen year career. We're gonna mm-hmm. talk about that, okay? As the muttons, that's really the only thing, right? Well, I have another story, but you, oh, you go ahead and story. tell okay. us. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you okay. about the collective story. Was um, an, an infamous uh, instance from two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. We were interviewing uh, a few girls uh, taking part in F- FHM model search. Model search, yeah. the yeah. bra thing. That's right. There you go. Oh, so you you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. I remember it. So okay. it, it made it to the front page of the new paper, and then um, there was an investigation. Right. Uh, we were fined uh, by MDA. We were suspended for a while. But, but we were also in the papers, uh, like around the world, in the Washington Post and yeah. Sydney Herald. So they all talked about. This happening no. Something that pushes the boundaries So in those countries yeah. in Like Sydney and, and America They're like Can you believe A Singapore Radio ah, okay. Radio personality okay. Got fined for doing this I mean right. We're talking about people Like Howard Stern Who do right. a lot right. worse. worse So exactly. in the Washington Post They were like what? They were fine for doing this? Yeah. That was the angle that right, they took. Right, right, right. I get so, it. So, so that, was, that was, I would say, the biggest scandal we were part of. Right. If you really bother to YouTube it, you can still find the video. I, I've watched the video. <laughs> oh, right. Video. And what fascinated me more than this scandal was that you had a camera in the studio in those days. That yeah. was that was yeah, new. Exactly. That yeah. was new for us. And I'm looking around like, is there a camera here <laughs> in my own studio that I'm not aware of all the things that I uh, you know that yeah, I don't want we, people to see that I'm doing uh, but yeah it, that was really cool well, was really you know cool. it was something that we didn't really put much thought into and it just happened when it happened yeah. and you know it, we got into trouble so much later than the actual incident but 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 my scandalous story is, what has, is your scandalous it's a bit wow. closer to home it's not international oh, oh, right? oh, okay. uh, but it has something to do with Andrew what? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you mean? so there was one day 
um, me and a couple of colleagues, uh, we went out for lunch. This was way before, you know, uh, Justin even joined MediaCorp. So, right. so oh. we weren't even called MediaCorp then. We called RCS. Uh, RCS, right? Yeah. So me and two other colleagues, we went for lunch in the canteen. So we were, and this was back in the old uh, Caldecott campus, mm-hmm. right? So we're walking back to, to our office floor. What floor will be on again? Fourth, fourth, fourth floor. floor. Yes, yeah. that's right. So just walking back from the lifts and all that, walking back to, to and then in front of me, like like maybe fifty meters away, I see Norman Lim walking, you know, in the same direction right. as us. But sure. he's, he's obviously you know back facing us and all that. Sure. So my two colleagues uh, were walking in front of me. So I yelled out as loud as I could, "Bota!" <laughs> And then I went hide in one of the offices and Norman turned around and looked at these two guys and they just stood there like, oh, hi, Norman. <laughs> and they were so embarrassed and I was just laughing the whole day. You're such a prankster. Uh, yeah, Seriously. That, that was my that big was really scandal. Fun. That, one of those days. Yeah. Really I actually told Norman I did that once. Right. Yeah, and he wasn't very impressed. <laughs> He, he didn't even smile. He didn't even laugh. He just had this deadpan look. Uh, you just stared at me. I'm like... That's his typical look, right? Norman it, it is. Yeah, yeah. As Norman does, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. See, see you, Mr. Lim. Bye-bye. He'll probably go like, Please away. don't do that. Please don't do that again. <laughs> After two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm channeling Norman Lim right now. Oh, <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's a fun story. It is, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah, it's really oh, nice. Style, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, he is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Andrew, thank yes. you for coming on the show it's today. a great pleasure thank you for having me so nice, nice to have you nice, uh, really? nice call back to uh, so many things of the past of course once again uh, Symphony 92.4 uh, Andrew's on the morning show uh, from 7 to 10am when you uh, when you tune in and you don't hear him just wait two seconds he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll be there, there. He'll be there. there. He really is there. I'll come on I promise you <laughs> we, we walk by his studio every morning he is there yeah, we, he's promise, always there, you, we promise you that yeah. Andrew you take care man talk thank to you soon thank you so much you guys too